Welcome to my podcast, Finding Focus After 50, where early birds are also warmly welcome to listen in. If you're starting a new chapter in your life but are stuck trying to figure things out, I invite you to join me for coffee and conversation as we help you answer the questions, who am I, where am I going, and how do I get there? Together, we'll dive into the power of looking at life through a different lens, and I'll help you navigate a new chapter, and quite possibly, a new you. I'm Kathleen Davenport, a Hawaii-based professional photographer, life coach, podcaster, motivational speaker, avid golfer, and military veteran. I'm looking forward to sharing insights and inspiration and helping you make the rest of your life the best of your life. Aloha and welcome. If you're in Hawaii and walk the beach lagoons at Ko'olina in the early morning, you'll see a lovely group of senior citizens, or kapuna, as we lovingly call them, enjoying the morning playing ukuleles, singing and dancing hula. They've been meeting here for over 20 years, and I happened to come upon them a few years ago when I was taking a walk, and I'd always see this jolly group of people. One morning, I stopped and chatted with them. Ed, the 80-something self-appointed greeter of the group, brought me a cup of coffee and invited me to sit with them. I'd been feeling a little down, and I asked him what I needed to do to join their happy group. Ed looked me over and asked, How old are you? And then he said, Oh, never mind. We'll make you a junior member. I later figured out that most of the members were in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. So I love running into this group whenever I walk the lagoons because they're a constant reminder that life is precious and you need to slow down and enjoy it. They meet every weekday morning and you can see how much joy they get from connecting in this way. There's always good laughs and great friendship going on. So I mentioned Ed. His wife is Millie and she's also part of the group. When I met them a few years ago, Ed was 82, and Millie was, I think, 81. And they told me they'd been married for 56 years, so now it's probably close to 60 years, if not more, that they've been married now. So one morning, we were sitting together and enjoying the the sunshine and fresh air, and a girl in a red bikini walks by. And Millie says, Ed, are you looking at that girl in the bikini? Ed says, Millie, you should be glad my eyesight is still good. Well, Millie turns back to me and says, sometimes he just wants to cross the line and I have to pull him back. And after hearing that, Ed says, Millie, after 57 years, where do you think I'm going to go? And I was just cracking up and I just love, love, love this couple. But this brings me to today's question for all of you listeners to consider. What's catching your eye? What's calling to you? Where do you want to go? And what's tugging you back? A lot of times, we're the only ones holding ourselves back. So think about that. I was talking with 
one of my personal advisors a few days ago in discussing some ideas I wanted to develop. She stopped me and asked, What are you holding back from doing? And why are you holding back? She said to me, Get over the fear of being judged. Get out of your own way. You're the only one stopping your success, and who cares what other people think? She very wisely encouraged me to use my gifts, and I encourage you to use yours. She said, don't let your gifts and talents just sit there. You were given them. We were given gifts for a reason. And that reason can be to help others, to be of service, to help yourself become more enlightened, and and yes, to even be more successful and, yeah, even more profitable. So using your gifts and talents is a means for you to move ahead and to move forward. So what is it that's really holding you back? Think about this question and let's go deep. What is really holding you back? Is it the fear of what others will think? Is it the fear of not being good enough? That's a common one. Is it because you're still living the story you were told when you were young that you couldn't and shouldn't do that or that you shouldn't go where you want to go? How many of these false beliefs are you still believing in? Many years ago, I had a client who asked me to help him figure out why he always seemed to to sabotage his success, why he couldn't get where he really wanted to go, why he couldn't reach his goals. He felt that just as he was about to reach a milestone or a breakthrough in his business, he just couldn't get moving forward. So he he would find himself stuck. He'd find himself just on the precipice. And then he'd take a step back and start all over again. We chatted about a number of things, and for whatever reason, he started telling me a memory he had of being in second grade and how he was so, so excited to be getting ready to go to third grade because that's where all the cool, the great kids were. And to him, that was success. But now it comes the first day of the new school year where he was going to be entering third grade. And as my client now, still just this little boy, was about to step into his new third grade classroom. Then the teacher pulled him aside and took him out into the hallway. And she said to him, you don't belong here. You don't belong in third grade. Apparently, he was being held back in order to repeat second grade again. But those words, you don't belong here, stuck with him. And he never realized it until the day we were speaking that those words had impacted him so deeply that as he was about to reach a new level of success, as originally defined by going into third grade, those words got in his head and he always found a way to self-sabotage himself because he felt that he didn't belong there. He didn't belong at a successful level of life. Now, the story does have a happy ending because once he realized what was causing him to self-sabotage and and stop himself from being successful, he started taking steps and making plans from just having that awareness of his old and faulty thought patterns. He started telling himself, 
I do belong here and I do deserve to be successful. And just that initial refocused changed his mindset and his actions. We so often limit ourselves because of old beliefs and stories we've been told about how we should act, what we should do, and how we should even behave. If those stories are no longer serving you, it's probably time to change them up. Ask yourself, what stories are you telling and believing? What are you telling yourself? And what's it costing you to stay stuck in those old beliefs and patterns? Ask yourself, what am I telling myself that I can't do? And then what's the guilt you're holding on to? What would happen if you let go of that guilt? And think about this. What's something that someone else told you and how have you let it define you and your life? Let me tell you a little story. When I was a military cadet, you know, I was in, I was college age. I was, you know, 18, 19 years old. And I had an officer tell me, listen, cadet, don't expect to go far in the military. You're short, you're female, and you're a minority. So you've already got three strikes against you. Now, fortunately, I was too young, too naive at that time to really believe what he was telling me. And I honestly didn't even have time to think about it. So I just continued to plug along doing the best that I could do, the best way I knew how to do it. Well, to make a long story short, I went on to become a distinguished military graduate of my class. Of my class, I had an incredible military career and I got to do things that some people only dream about doing. And I went on and I retired as a decorated military officer. That's not bad for someone with three strikes against me starting out. Really, what you need to understand is that sometimes people are projecting their fears onto you. And um, I really got to thinking about that. And I got to thinking that this gentleman who was probably trying to help me out had probably had the same experience happen to him where someone had told him something that he falsely believed in and that set him back and slowed him down. You're going to hear me talk more and more about changing your way of thinking. Many of you listening are in this midlife, probably mid-career stage of life, and it's time to shake things up and own who you are. This is the time to claim your power. If you want to recharge and re-energize and find focus in your life, you have to start claiming your power and put it into play. So besides having an awareness of what's holding you back, you also need to change your action patterns. If you want a new result, you have to change your actions. Now, like many of you, I've had some tough years, some life-changing years. And who knows, there might be more in the future. But for the years, you know, it seemed like just one year after the other, I, I had an empty nest and my kids had gone off to college. My spouse had passed away. I had my own health scare. Um, and I 
finally had to make the decision or made the decision. It was, it was the right decision to sell the big house that me and my family had lived in for over 25 years. You know, I no longer needed that big of a house. So it, it was absolutely the right thing to do. So all of these years, when you look at them combined and they were just happening almost, it seemed like one year after the other, it was a stressful and emotional time. And, you know, I was kind of glad to, well, not kind of, I really was glad to put those years behind me and to move into what was a new chapter and a lot smoother sailing. So after all of those uh, adventures, I kind of found myself on new ground. And my oldest daughter said to me, mom, go have some new adventures. And so with those words and the blessings of both of my daughters, I started, you know, plotting out what was I going to do next? You know, I really didn't have a set plan or a schedule, just a growing bucket list of things that I wanted to do and some experiences I wanted to have. So I began to plan a a two-week trip, a, a little road trip, but I found myself stalling on it because as I was trying to make the plans, I couldn't lock in dates to visit certain people and and certain places. And I just couldn't seem to be getting, I just couldn't figure it out. Then my daughter said, mom, it's okay to be flexible. You don't have to have a set schedule. Just go with the flow. And that was something that I was not too used to doing up to that point. You know, she pointed out that this isn't life or death. You can change your flights. You can extend your hotel stays and you can rearrange your plans. You know, it's okay. And, you know, I really needed to remember that being flexible and adjusting to shifting winds and new opportunities is the same things that I was telling my coaching clients when they're procrastinating on making a decision. Just make the decision and you can always adjust. So think about this. If you find yourself being so rigid and and stuck in the same action plans or things that you find yourself doing the same things, the same way that you're used to doing them, think about trying to change it up. Challenge yourself to loosen up and do things differently. Again, you've heard me say it before and I'll say it again. Learn to think differently and take different actions. So here's something else I want you to think about. You can have more than you think you can. Several years ago, I was having dinner with friends at a fancy restaurant. And after the main meal, the waiter brought around a plate with various desserts on it. Little bitty, you know, little bitty bite-sized desserts. You know, what we thought was just samples of the desserts, which they were. They were samples of the desserts that were available. And we all at the table started drooling over which dessert we should have. And I was having a hard time. They all looked so, so good. I looked at the waiter and asked for his recommendation. And he said, ma'am, they're all great. And you don't have to choose. This restaurant gives you a small serving of all of them. I thought, oh my gosh, what a concept. I just died and went to heaven. I could have all of them. You know, little two to three inch bites of all of them. And I just didn't have to choose just one. And so I was reminded of that concept a few days ago and I had a full day with really nothing scheduled. I was wondering how I should spend it. Should I go to the beach? Should I go hit golf balls? Or should I go get a workout in by either going to the gym or taking a, taking a good walk? 
you know, I opted for a walk along the ocean so I would get my workout in. And after the walk, I decided I had time to jump in the ocean and swim. So I got my beach time in. And later in the evening, I remembered there's a lighted driving range where I could hit balls. So I got my golfing practice in. The whole point of this is, here I was pondering which one I should do, which one I should get in for the day, when really, again, you have the ability to choose if you want to have it all. You know, you, you don't have to, to limit yourself. We, we really do that. We just limit ourselves by getting, to stuck, getting stuck into the same type of thinking. So allow yourself to open up. Uh, you can have it all. You deserve more. So stop limiting yourself. Open yourself up to the possibility that you can have more than you think you can. And one way to do this is to start believing that you can have more. You can be more than you can even imagine. You just have to really start opening up and opening up your way of thinking. So how are you limiting yourself? Or how are you letting others limit you? Well, getting back to the story of Ed and Millie and the girl in the red bikini. Now, if you have someone who is 80 years old and cares for you enough to pull you back when you're crossing the line, then count yourself lucky. If Ed or Millie or any of my 80-year-old friends tells me not to do something, I'll probably you know, defer to their wisdom and, and maybe won't do it. But if you're limiting yourself, then just think about the wonderful possibilities that you're keeping yourself from. Take a moment to recognize the greatness that is out there for you. Focus forward. Focus your energy on where you can go. Don't focus on old habits and trying to change those. Focus on creating something new. I challenge you and I dare you to live a life that lights you up. And as, as Millie asked Ed, where are you going to go? Well, guess what? You decide. Thanks for listening. Aloha, and thanks for listening to this podcast episode of Finding Focus After 50. If you enjoyed what you heard and maybe found some golden nuggets of information, I hope you'll share this with a friend. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it on your favorite podcast player. If you have questions or comments for me, or would like to recommend any topic ideas or even a guest, you can reach me through my website at KathleenDavenport.com. Thanks for listening and sharing a cup of coffee with me. Hugs and aloha.